This is Beyond Governance with Dr. Nimrod Mbele. A very good evening to everyone and welcome to tonight's episode of Beyond Governance. My name is Nimrod Mbele. I'm glad to be in your company. Uh, it has been a bit of a lull. Uh, the past couple of weeks have been hectic thanks to holidays, but uh, everybody is now back to normal. Everything is now back to normal. Um, I'm also loving the fact that there's been a bit of change within uh, the the, the lineup. Kathy is now doing, obviously, what Howard used to do, which in my view is quite a pleasant thing to do, considering the fact that, you know, she woke up uh, quite uh, early for almost 10 years, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Who does that? I mean, really. Um, But now she's obviously having an opportunity to to, to sleep like like anybody else, or wake up like anybody else, um, which is great. And hopefully she will acclimatize to the new environment sooner than later. Uh, on that note, let me say thank you, Kathy and the team, uh, uh, Vusi, uh, Lindywe, and uh, Zinati, for keeping you guys entertained over the couple of hours or, or so. Uh, as always, I'm not flying solo. I'm with Tabo Mlangen um, here, who is a technical producer. Um, this is a guy who will be from time to time managing me uh, when I go overboard. Uh, he's got a little bit of whip uh, around here, uh, so if I misbehave, Tabo will we'll just uh, you know display it, and I'll I'll toe the line. On that note, Tabo, good evening and welcome. Welcome to you too, Doc. Thank you very much. Uh, tonight we've got an uh, interesting lineup for you. I've got, uh, first and foremost, corporate governance ecosystem. Um, uh, the unpacking of that, I'll be doing it alongside with uh, an expert in, in corporate governance. His name is uh, Mr. Mzolisi Mkumanda from the Mkumanda and Adversary Services. Um, he will take us through the, 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 the exactly what he means by uh, governance ecosystem. We understand that uh, when you look at the, the colossal of corporate governance in most instances, uh, it is not just one entity because the unit of analysis has to transcend one particular uh, issue. So Mzolisi will take us through that kind of arrangement. The second part of the conversation, I have a special guest. Uh, his name is Homozo uh, 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 Mataka, uh, uh, grade 12 learner from St. Stephen's College. Um, he is the captain of uh, water polo and an amazing young man. So just hold on um, until we get to that part because he's got so much to share with us. Uh, on that note, um, you're not a drill for now. If you really want to weigh in, in fact, I insist that you weigh in our conversation tonight. Our SMS, li- SMS line is 3451995. And, and of course, our WhatsApp line is 061. 061- Eight nine five one zero one nine, and of course my email address is nimrod@hi.co.za, and I promise you I will return some of your 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 emails. And I've noted uh, one of the listeners has not been very kind, but the right reason, of course, that I'm not returning emails. I promise you I will definitely return those emails. All right, and I believe uh, um, Mr. Mzolis is on the line uh, to give us a sense of um, the, the 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 reason behind the colossal. Of corporate governance. Um, Mzolisi, good evening and welcome to Beyond Governance. Good evening, my brother. Good chatting to you. How are you, sir? I'm right, man. Good, thanks. How are you? Thank you very much, Mzolisi, for, 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 for keeping us uh, or, or, you know, to sharing us um, your thoughts. Uh, for those who don't know, um, Mzolisi, Mzolisi is a board member or has been a board member uh, for Houghton for almost six years. He served as a board member at the SEPA. He also served as a group uh, company secretary for a listed company. He also served as a head of tax in one of the SOEs. Uh, and like I said earlier, my, my engagement with Mzolisi as an expert, because at this level, you 
have been ex- been exposed to a number of incidences um, from a control uh, side of things around why so many of these uh, entities fail. I, for an example, we have known recently KPMG has been a victim, McKinsey has been a victim, Tyco has been a victim, uh, Arthur Anderson was a victim, Stanhoff is a victim, Andron is the victim, African Bank is a victim, uh, I'm the least that goes on and on and on. Okay, so the question for me, Zolisi, uh, and I'm sure the listeners would want to know this: um, when you're talking of ecosystem, let's first and foremost, up, you know, unpack the ecosystem. Secondly, and and begin to give a shed some light in terms of what accounts for this colossal using the ecosystem framework. Um, maybe um, let me just start by saying, in my in my mind, the uh, start by business. What, what is what is known as business economic ecosystem for startups? Um, it is basically an, an external system uh, of mutually supportive organizations. This is for for a company. Now, um, if you bring that into corporate governance, um, a, a, let's deal with listed companies for 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 for, 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 for ease of because I mean the information is out there. The corporate governance ecosystem for Listed companies would be uh, entities like DJSE, uh, Airba, uh, that is Independent Regulatory Board of Auditors. Um, you have your asset managers, uh, pension funds, and, and, and insurance companies, etc. You also have your bankers, uh, and of course, board of directors. Now, if, if you uh, just maybe just give you an example uh, of each uh, of, of these components. Um, you start, for instance, with uh, the JSE, and, and I'll make practical examples as I go along uh, of, of well-known um, companies, list companies that have faced challenges. Um, I mean, a company, for instance, like um, let's just take Obey, Obey Investments. I mean, you recall towards the end of 2015. Um, KPMG was, was, was their auditors, and they actually resigned towards the end of 2015 or early 2016. Um, and it turns out that KPMG never reported um, anything to Erba about why uh, the reasons for, for, for them resigning. Now, this, is, um, this goes against this Section 47, 45 rather, of, of the Auditing Provision Act which um, requires that uh, where an, an external auditor um, come across any irregularity in their client, they have to report to Airborne. This KPMG apparently did not do. Um, and you don't have to... Uh, this, the, the Section 45 doesn't apply only when you, when you do the audit. Uh, it applies throughout the period that you are auditor of, 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 the, uh, of, of the company. Now, um, what's also interesting with, with, with um, uh, this, this example is, is that uh, not to say so that KPMG did not uh, respo- uh, report this to Erdo. Uh, just the mere fact of a, an external auditor resigned from um, a client, particularly a listed company client, that should raise alarm bells uh, for Erdo. Uh, and that he did not do. Uh, and in other words, the question is, what role did Arba play um, in, in the Obey uh, 
KPMG soccer when KPMG stepped down as, as, as auditors. Um, the other example, of course, is, is the, you know, the asset managers. Um, um, in, in the pension fund, for instance, there, there's a regulation to eight that requires trustees to ensure that environmental, social, and governance factors, the, the so-called ESG factors, are built into the fund money. Now, it would appear to me that that doesn't really uh, happen um, because it seems to me the focus is, is this on financial, on financial aspects of the business. You know, if, if the company is, is, is pumping, is, is, is making profits, all, all is good. Um, and and uh, my view is that the fund managers has a role um, to play in ensuring that there's proper governance in the uh, in the company that I invested in. In fact, it, it is a requirement of the pension funds. Uh, and as such, is regulation to the end. Um, the, the perhaps the the, the the last one would relate to 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 the external returns. I mean, if if, if you think about it, the the stand of uh, issue, for instance, where um, there were red flags raised as early as twenty two thousand and seven in two thousand and seven about the pro- accounting problems at. Um, Stand up. The question, the question is, what did what did the auditors do uh, or say about it? Doesn't seem like not, uh, anything happened uh, between 2017 or the first time that these were raised uh, up to some time last year when when uh, things really got bad for for, for Steinoff. Now, I guess all I'm saying is that um, when these problems um, uh, surface in companies, um, it is actually a mistake. To look at, at the at the, at the companies in isolation. Um, what I propose is that we, uh, you know, uh, you also look at you look at the company, of course. You also look at, at, the, at the ecosystem um, or the components of the ecosystem. My argument is that the components of the ecosystem for a listed company are uh, the um, you know the what I what I raised earlier the, the JCs into comments and by etc etc now the question obviously is is whenever these things happen is what did these uh, components do because uh, you can't always regulate uh, or, or, or come up with laws and laws and laws whenever these 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 problems um, come to light you you know it, it, it's about accountability at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, let me let me give you another example, which which uh, I find interesting. Um, you know, Enron Enron happened in two thousand and one, but sixteen years ago, um, and stand of um, collapsed last year. Um, now, what's interesting, uh, what's common between the two, and and the question once I've gone through these is. Uh, is there anything that we learn from these things? Um, let me give you an example. You know, Andrew, for instance, had uh, the chairman uh, who was highly qualified. I mean, he had a PhD, the guy had a PhD in economics. The CEO was a Harvard uh, graduate, uh, Jeff Skilling. Um, you compare this with Steinhoff, uh, Christoph Wieser, and Mark. Mark uh, these are highly Wieser. educated folks. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, the. You know, the, the second one is 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 um, the analysts uh, raised questions when things um, 
you know, with Enron, for instance, uh, but accounting methods used at Enron. They use, I think, they use mark, mark, mark to market. Um, and the analysts who raised these, these questions became enemies. And uh, I mean, you think back to to 2000, around 2007, 2008, when our own analysts in raised questions uh, about uh, transparency and accounting uh, issues at uh, Spanoff. Uh, this, you know, these these generally so bullied and dismissed. Which 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 gives me um, uh, perhaps maybe uh, in wrapping up your your view, which I find very interesting, Amzolis, uh, yeah. is that what, first and foremost, I agree with you. Um, the analysis around the colossal of corporate governance has to go beyond uh, just looking at a particular board, for an example. I mean, yeah. we've got we've got entities such as uh, audit, I mean, auditors, both internal and external. We've got bankers, uh, we've got asset managers, we've got fund managers. So this yeah. this basically creates a framework of the so-called ecosystem, as you're putting out that yeah. uh, these institutions, although they operate independently, they have an input to make particularly when to detect uh, a malgovernance, so to speak. And it is their responsibility to air those kind of views. But what you have seen, uh, we have seen the, the suppression of those uh, voice of dissent. And which which begs the question, do boards um, and as fully understand their fiduciary responsibilities? I'll tell you why, because when an issue has been raised, it is incumbent on, on asset managers to raise this kind of things. The question is going to be asked, even the board members, what did you do? Sure. Yeah, I, I mean, for, for boards, for instance, it, it's not, uh, and I hear this a lot from Stein of board members, uh, it's not about what they knew. The important thing for them is what, what did you do to have known. You know, what they ought to have known as mm. board members, uh, given their fiduciary duties, for instance. Um, you know. No, unfortunately, thank you very much, uh, uh, Mzolisi. This is Mzolisi, uh, who's the head of the Mkunda, um, you know, advisory services. Unfortunately, we all have to leave it there. We don't have much time. I thank you very much for your time. No worries. Okay, thanks. Thank you. There you are. That that was Mzolisi um, giving us a sense around, um, you know, the ecosystem, as as he puts it, that in in the future when you do when you probe um, the colossal of, of corporate governance failures, it is one thing to look at the board, um, but you also have to go beyond the board and look at the auditors because these things happen under the nose of the auditors. Uh, uh, and I think that I find it very refreshing. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't have much time for that particular point. In future, I, I will bring him in so that we're able to explode this ecosystem because it has implication in terms of how government responds. Uh, in as much as I'm loath to have uh, you know this this um, plethora of of legislation, but at some point w- this has impact in it because one you want if you want to make a difference in the governance space, uh, you you have to have evidence based, and it is this kind of evidence that give us a leeway in terms of how do we restructure corporate governance as it were. And I, I, on that note, we're going to have to take a break and we'll come back in a second. <laughs>